This is Eat and Drink, the mini-episode, hosted by Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Some mature content and language may come up, so consider yourself warned. Now, get ready for Eat and Drink. Hello and welcome to a mini episode of podcast Eat and Drink, or, or, or uh, as we say in layman's terms, Eat and Drink, the podcast. Uh, the very is sexy man is smiling at me on my desk right now is uh, Marco Timpano. Marco, and the other guy, shaved, you've, uh, you've, you've scrubbed, maybe? I don't I, know, I see I, some open pores through my camera. I'm clean scrubbed, I'm clean shaved, and uh, the person who has bright eyes and is looking at me from across the camera is Ali Hassan. And I don't know if that's due to what you're drinking right now, or it if is. it's you're just having a good it day. Is. We're doing a late one. You know, the yeah. early ones, I'm never drinking. The late ones, I'm most certainly drinking. And you, are you not up. having booze? Are you not having booze? I'm not having booze today. I so had some you earlier. Really, you suffer for your art, man. You, you yeah. have booze on the show, and then you're like, I don't need this. Whereas I don't drink on the show, not because I don't want to, but I, you right. don't really invite me to do it. So, well, here's the thing: I'm on medication that it, you know drinking is not advised. So every time we do an episode, I'm taking a risk, my friend. Oof, no, it's not true. It's not. It's not quite that true. <laughs> oh. Uh, there was a time I was on certain blood thinners that they said, listen, we don't want you to drink. And now they're like, listen, you can have at least one or two drinks a week. It's fine. So I'm well, good. I was telling Marco right before we started up, I was saying that I actually was genuinely, genuinely worried that he may have had a stroke. He wrote a happy birthday to a friend on Facebook, spelt happy and birthday incorrectly. Um, not even sure if you got the friend's name right. I'm not, I don't even know. But it was like, it really looked like somebody <laughs> who's just like, oh, just trying to get it out there before they collapse. Um, no, so no, I'm, that's I'm just my, my not real concerns. That's just my signature way of saying happy birthday. Uh, I do <laughs> want to mention, Ali, before we go further, that we didn't have a couple of episodes uh, last week because my internet was down. They, there's some controversy happening in front of my house right now. Someone came to my house and strung, strung uh, cables that weren't supposed to be there. So I blame, I blame the cable company here in Canada for the mess up and the fact that we didn't have a show last week. All right. So I'm just going to say that now I'll let you more know more in the future when I find out exactly what's going on with the cable at my house. I mean, uh, I love that. It's called a controversy. That's hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know what is making you so professional. Normally I feel the Marco I know would be like some fucking asshole came oh. to my house, did this. Instead. You're like, there is a controversy happening as though it's not an actual person being a jerk. Ali, I wanted to do a show about things we hate because of what happened the day that it happened, that I, that I found out that somebody has been tinkering, stepping on my property, putting cables that aren't supposed to be there. But I thought it would just be me swearing for 25 minutes. So I'm kind of well, glad you, I had it. I mean, I fantasize about these things to just go up and snip it and, and yeah. then and what's left of it, just like bathe it in blood or something like that. Yeah. You know, like you fuck with the wrong guy. Yeah. Cable well, I've got, I've got a bunch of people looking into it because I called uh, the cable company. I won't get into it, but we're going to get this sorted out. Don't don't you worry. Uh, the Internet be- Mafia is uh, is is digging their fingers into this case. You got it. You got it. Uh, speaking of All controversy, right. though. Oh, yeah. Perfect. What a segue. Joey segue, segue over here. Good for you, brother. 
we are going to do so for this mini. This is a mini episode. I know it's a mini episode on Thursdays, and you're not used to it, but that's what you're going to get today. Don't worry, we'll go back to regular episodes. But this is a once again, we're looking at an online article because we got such great response from the last time we did this, and it's easy for us to do, right? Ali doesn't take much thought, right? We're just looking at what people well, write. This up. is not about easy. This is not about easy. This is okay. about I scour the internet for quality. <laughs> programming and so this is what i find if you're here okay. to just uh you know sleepwalk your way through the show then that's a different story that maybe you <laughs> should talk about but i'm here looking for content that we can okay. dig our teeth into okay you okay like so okay you found an article from the guardian <laughs> yeah. so reputable reputable source the guardian right last time we had our had a had an article. It was from I don't even know naturewalk.com or something like that. It was a Christian Christian Health. It was some kind of niche thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, it was CBN, the Christian Business Network, or something. It was weird. Yeah. It was strange. Yeah. This time we have a reputable source. We're we're looking at an article from the Guardian, so it's going to have a bit of a, a British slant to it, which, which I fine. hate. Which oh. I find, which I love, because we have a lot of listeners in the UK, and I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Because we often talk about Canada, and you know, Max Milk this and and Tortier that. Now we're going to be focusing on some some things that might have a little bit of a British slant to them. So we're looking God at an article, an article that's called "To Eat or Not to Eat: Ten of the World's Most Controversial Foods." And it is uh, from fall of last year, from November of 2019. So keep that in mind. Maybe something's changed. I doubt it. The only thing that's changed is people are maybe not ordering these as much in restaurants, but having them uh, quite a bit still in their home. So um, you know how foods are. You know how food is. Food can 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 have uh, effects like uh, they, it can create pollution or water shortages or sure. You know, uh, children can start working for you for <laughs> unpaid or or. Or, or torture or, or like slave labor or people aren't treated well uh, exactly. in, in certain conditions. So it's yeah. going to cover a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So be, be prepared to be a little uncomfortable with some of these things. So number one on this list of uh, uh, one of the most world's controversial foods. Number one is um, avocados. It's like you took a dagger and stabbed me in the fucking heart I'm, by I saying bet, that. I okay? bet I did. Now, you know what? I, the other day we had a we had a Zoom meeting with my doctor. Or okay. not a Zoom meeting, but like a call, like an audio sure, call. Sure. Like we didn't go into his thing. A COVID and call. A COVID call. Yeah. And I was just talking. I mean, this guy's like busting my balls about how many nuts I eat. He goes, a handful. Right. You eat a handful a day. That's it. I go, I have very big hands. He goes, stop screwing around. I go, what if it's one handful of walnuts, one handful of pistachios, one full of cat? He's humorless. He's not. He goes, this is what people don't understand. It's not a snack. That's not how you should be eating it. You sprinkle it on your salad or put it in really? this or that. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Anyway, never I, mind I, that I, lunatic. Never mind that lunatic. I love him, but he also said avocados is another thing. People are like, oh, avocados good for me. I'll eat. I'll eat five a week. One avocado a week is all you need. Why? What is your doctor? Why is your doctor torturing you? Just the, the type of fat that's in it. He's like, man, uh, you don't need that much of it. You know? I guess that's, I don't know. Uh, Listen, I feel I've like I needed my doctor a long time ago. Okay, okay, but listen, this isn't your doctor's article. This is from the Guardian, and they say yes. that uh, this staple, this this food item, is problematic because of how it indirectly fuels de deforestation. Yeah, yeah. So and I think I get we we probably knew that. I mean, as soon as Subway started putting. It started having a massive marketing campaign for avocados. I knew in my heart, I was like, this is not good. Right. Because number one, there's going to be 
millions of genetically modified avocados if there weren't already. Right. But numbers are going to bump up there. And number two, it's probably going to wreak some havoc in its wake. So I just feel, you know, the poor millennials, number one, always made fun of with the avocado toast. Number two is you're ruining the, you're deforesting, you're deforestationing. Those are, those are real words, right? Deforesting. Yeah, I I buy it. Listen, I know what you're talking about. Here's the (laughs) thing about avocados that I learned when I was in Hawaii. There's more than one type of avocado. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And we, because we in North America consume the Haas avocado, that's the one we're familiar with, right? H-A-A-S avocado. There's a ton of other avocados out there that we're not familiar with. There's avocados that have huge seeds and little flesh and other Mm -hmm. ones that have small seeds and bigger flesh. I had one the size of your head in Hawaii. It wasn't as buttery as the ones we're used to. Uh, I thought you were going to say not as buttery as my head either, probably. (laughs) Indeed, it was not. Uh, But like, I think part of the problem is it's one avocado that's being shipped everywhere and they're trying to grow it. So they're cutting down other trees Mm. to grow this one type of avocado. So it is a bit of a mess. Uh, how do we overcome this problem? I don't know, but I well, love avocados. Number one, don't be a hasshole and maybe uh, have <laughs> one or two a week. Maybe keep it, maybe lower. If we all lowered every single thing we do to a reasonable amount, it wouldn't be the worst thing, right? I, you, there's no reason that my family of six people should have more than one bag of avocado a week, right? Listen, if you can't do that, then try to buy fair trade avocados. That's right. They'll use practices where they're not deforesting. They'll use practices where they're not using water supplies from like underground water sources and whatnot and depleting uh, aquifers where they use things. Because, listen, the last thing I want to do is contaminate a fucking aquifer so that I can spread a little uh, avocado on my fucking salad. (laughs) All right. And and when you pay that seven dollars for an avocado, it'll remind you it'll remind you that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen, you uh, have no problems. It costs to do the right thing. You have no problems paying seven bucks for a pack of smokes. I don't see why. Buddy, I haven't (laughs) smoked in like a decade. What are you talking about? Do you know who you're talking to? (laughs) Now he's having a stroke for sure. (laughs) I'm just pointing. When you're at your union meetings. Yeah, yeah. When you're at your union meetings, drinking coffee and having smokes. Nah, I'm not a. Listen, if nothing else. Tell me. The next time our listeners look at an avocado, just consider what's going on with it. That's that's just a consider, start. Just consider. just consider. That's it. That's it. Okay. Number two. This is on its way to being a one-hour-long episode. Eh? Okay. So much. No, for we're me. gonna uh, we're gonna blast through these gonna... six. We're gonna because this is gonna be a two-parter, folks. Yeah, yeah, two-parter yeah. for sure. And and we're gonna add we're gonna add a couple of um of our own on the next one. Number two is bagged salad. Problematic, controversial food in the top 10, according to The Guardian, because of the the plastic. It is, and it's also one of the most wasted items. So much of it is wasted. People buy those big uh, boxes the size of a shoebox for a party, uh, only to learn that their friends aren't as into salads as they thought they were. And next thing you know, like, ah, well, it's brown today. So it's a lot of waste being created, both in the product and in the packaging. So I'm guilty of having done that. Uh, and I, I owned up to it. I prefer, I'll be honest with you, I prefer going into my grocery store, picking a head of lettuce that's mm. kind of, you know, under the misty water that they have in the stores to keep yes. it nice and fresh. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my preference. It's easier sometimes to get that bag, bagged salad. 
Yeah. But I just don't know. Like, I hate it because it's like, oh, it's been washed. Really? Has it been washed? It it hasn't been washed until I've put it in water. That's how I feel. And that's fine. That's hardly the issue here. Although now right. you're wasting water as well. But anyway, the, the, again, like you said with avocados, what do we do? What can we do? I'll tell you what we do. It's very, very yeah. simple. With salad, what you do is the next time salad spoils in your home, you take the spoiled salad and you shove it in your mouth and you keep chewing and chewing and chewing until it's all finished. And I promise you, you'll never waste salad again. That'll be the very last time you ever waste some salad. Wow. You sound like my father. Um, <laughs> I, I am a father. I am yeah, a father. Yeah. yeah. Listen, <laughs> when it's brown, salad. like chewing tobacco, yeah. that's what you use it as. <laughs> Good stuff. But yeah, anyway, I mean, these are things like, you know, the, the, the solutions are actually going also with the... With the climate, you know, and they, they mentioned this, you can cabbage or winter greens or those hardier greens. Um, kale also lasts longer. Some of those, you know, um, uh, th- 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 those greens do do good. So every every radish or beets or I've, I've praised these things till the cows come sure. home, right? But oh. all those greens you can you can also bring home and make salads out of that. And uh, I don't know. I think the salad boxes are a bit uh, are a bit of an issue. It's a bit much. Also. Buy your fucking salad when it's in season. Not every salad yeah. is in season, and you don't have to always have that salad that you're used to, those endives or that romaine lettuce all year round. You know, cabbage is in season in the winter. You got other things, uh, other salads that are available early in the spring and mm. later. Try different. Vary up your salad consumption. Agreed. Hundred yeah. percent agreed, and it's good for your 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 palate, and it's good for your the sort of your 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 education, your vegetable and plant education. It's all good. All right, let's go with number three over here. Um, uh, this is my nickname for you, Marco. So this is going to be tough uh, for you to hear. Beef, huh? <laughs> Beef oh, is, uh, and we're not even talking about here the slaughter of uh, of uh, you know beings with feelings there's right. that that's not even about that it's about the um the greenhouse gases and how the much farts uh, yeah these yeah, cows made exactly it's the all about the fart here, yeah. intensity they, they call it the emission intensity sure uh in the production practices of raising beef so i don't know what the solution is here i mean i'm not trying to say everyone should go a vegan the very funny thing about this little chunk because this is based in the uk Right. They said something that I think American readers would be like, stick a sock in it, losers. They go, they're talking about there's a big difference between the way beef is produced here in England uh, versus the U.S. Oh, And they are saying that um, there's no convincing evidence that rearing cattle in regenerative pasture-based systems is bad for the environment. On the contrary, uh, the, the pastures act as carbon sinks. And so they kind of got it right in England. You know, an American would read that and be like, which one of us gave us uh, a foot and mouth disease yet? Asshole. You know what I mean? Like it would be. Right, ugly. right. So, I don't know. This is a little bit pompous. A little bit pompous. As the British are known to be sometimes. A little bit pompous here. Listen, bit. I'd much rather eat a cow from a, a beautiful, pristine British veal that had the nice fence and the dewy eyes mm-hmm. than a cow that was raised in these, you know, giant warehouse type places that hasn't seen the sun of day the you know the sun of day in, in years right when you say dewy eyes do you mean there's just like mildew over this cow's eyes no, or what i mean it? you know those big eyelashes yeah, that yeah. kind of doughy wink eyes. at you D- doughy yeah, eyes yes. doughy eyed. yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm picturing a, a cow cartoon to be quite honest I with really you. Are. 
<laughs> than an actual cow. But I will say this. Look, people are going to eat beef. I was being vegan for a while. I'm back on the meat train. I'm trying to get off. If you can eat less of it, it'll only be better for the environment. It might not and be. And yourself. And yourself. And yourself. Come on. Take, go selfish first if you have to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I don't eat. I don't. Since I kind of tried being vegan or vegetarian, uh, chicken doesn't appeal to me very much at all. I never have to see another chicken for as long as I live. Uh, buddy, this is the life I've been living for like 15 years, man. Chicken's the most played out. When I go to a restaurant and somebody orders chicken, I'm like, oh, man, I'm never coming out with you in public ever again. Oh, chicken is available every goddamn place. You come into yeah. a restaurant to order chicken? Ridiculous. Anyway. Ch- chicken uh, is gross. Listen, I could eat eggs. I could stick an egg in every orifice I have. I love eggs. But and I you have. Eat. from what And I, I have, man. <laughs> okay, so that's... Anyways, I'm getting off beef to chicken, and, and chicken's not on this list. But yeah, listen, eat less beef if you can. If you, if you need sort of inspiration, try to only eat beef when you leave the house. So when you go to restaurants, make it a treat mm. rather than a staple is what I'd say. Sure, that's a good idea. Yeah. Not bad. Good for you, bud. Uh, Number four on this list of the most uh, top 10 world's most controversial foods uh, is cod. This one hurts me a little bit. I I really enjoy cod, black cod in particular. But there are, there's a solution. You can look for a certain um, type of cod that is sustainably fished. And uh, Norway was the first country in the world to introduce a quota system for its cod. And its fishing culture is built around the quality, uh, sustainability, and safety of this historic resource. So again, what you're doing, uh, I'm assuming here in this case, with with this particular person who's talking about Norwegian cod, he only buys cod from Norway where he knows that maintaining the stock is encouraged and supported. You can't have it every day at that point, right? right? And I think having a variety in your diet is important and beneficial in so many ways anyway. So you may want to consider lowering, lowering your cod uh, consumption. Yeah. Listen, I love, I thought black cod was fine to be honest with you. So I'm clearly mistaken, but if you can find those uh, fish, any fish that you buy that is uh, ethically uh, sourced and isn't diminishing or depleting that uh, fish from the environment is the best way to go. Let let me ask you this, Ali. Yes, I me. know you like cod. We had cod on the show on one of the episodes. Mm. So, will you now try to source Norwegian cod? I, I'd like to find that. I'd like to All find right. that. I think I'd be very, very happy. I've had fish in Norway when my uncle lived in Stavanger, uh, and it was, man, it was another level of fresh. Oh, I bet you just you just sort of you're like, you know, it's an ignorant thought, but you're like, is there no pollution here? Like with the water, like it just tastes like this thing was raised in a in a in a beautiful. Um, well, it just tastes of everything good that you imagine the ocean and the seas to taste like. Basically, was it dew-eyed the cod that you had when you no, were in Norway? No mildew on the eyes. Okay, okay. Um, I I didn't know you went to Norway. Yeah, yeah, went to nice. Norway and loved it. Yeah. Oh man, I've got much right, to share with you. Yes. Next on our list is a hard one for me to digest in every of sense of the word. Uh, <laughs> milk. I love now, milk. But do you, are you lactose intolerant? No, no, no. I'm fine. Even, okay. even if I was, I would, I would just drink and shit my pants. I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I love it that much. This is great. Uh, and milk is a tough one because the more you, the more people you talk to and the more you learn, you realize that even organic milk in Canada, sorry, I'm going to speak about Canada. There's no sure. real 
big difference. There's not a noticeable difference in uh, in in for for health. Apparently, in the U.S., there is. Apparently, in the U.S., there is. Oh, I can't yes, remember why that was, but somebody... I think I think cows um, that that get milk cows in the U.S. are given a bunch of different hormones, a bunch of mm, different antibiotics, right. etc. And whereas they're banned in Canada for our yeah. cattle, for now, for cattle. now, yeah. you know, they're know. trying to change that. They're trying to change yep. that. It's more profitable. To, anyway, sons of bitches. Yeah, um, yeah there's. Um, there's no getting away, they say, from the fact that cattle still die as part of milk production from unwanted male calves to retired dairy cows. I don't know. I mean, animals dying, i that's a tough one for me. I just, i just, you know, started, uh, I loved milk so much. Oh, you did? I okay. grew up drinking three to four glasses and being like, that's it. I'm not allowed to have more. And then over time, you know. Just wasn't as uh, just wasn't as interested anymore. I don't know. Just wasn't. Yeah, but okay. As a South as a South Asian, what yeah. is your yogurt consumption like? Yeah, it was it was probably higher than than most people's consumption. Okay, it's not anymore. It's, it's oh, it's not okay. No, I'm still as plant based as I can possibly be. Okay. Um, maybe some cheese on the pizza here or there. So sure. you know, we can we can say whatever we want about milk because um, there's the whole thing about like milk is is you know that's meant from for for a cow to its calf and why are we getting in on that right and that's fine but we still got to con- have conversations about yogurt cheese ice cream and butter uh you know what i mean like you can't yeah. you, all those things have to go if you're going to have those arguments uh why are you using any of the cow's products that's that's i the know problem. i know that's okay the so the, what are you what have you replaced cow's milk with uh, as per your suggestion, my friend, oat milk, a lot of oat milk, a okay. uh, little bit of almond milk. We're sticking okay. to the oat milk for now until we find out that that is also robbing this earth of its very soul. And then um, uh, coconut milk. I, I, I really enjoy uh, coconut milk in, in, uh, in, in, in an Americano type of uh, beverage. I think it's fantastic. There you go. It adds a, a natural sweetness natural to it, sweetness right? Natural sweetness, too. Yeah. There it is. So you, yeah. don't, you can omit some sugar. Um, look, I, I find milk hard to leave. Yep. It is, it is that, it is that lover that just keeps coming back to me. I try the oat milk. I, I, I found a good oat milk that makes a nice froth for my cappuccino, which is my primary source of milk consumption. Mm. Uh, but, uh, I still sometimes go back to milk. Look, uh, man, you know, I understand where you're coming from. You are notoriously a very selfish lover. So if yeah. you have a lover that keeps coming back to you, I mean, this is one to hang on to, right? right. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay. So that's milks, my friend. I don't know. I have no, try oat milk, try the alternative milks. I heard that avocado milk's not great for the environment. So I, I, don't I like oat milk. Avocado milk? Sorry, <laughs> almond milk. Jeez, you're introducing me to a new product there. Yeah, almond milk is where we're re- we're really ravaging the earth for uh, for oh, almonds here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and so uh, almond is a great segue into number six. We're only going to do six today. Uh, nut butters and palm oil. These are uh, these are problematic, and I'm sure after you bought your. 15th cashew butter or almond butter in your heart right. you were like yeah this is probably damaging to the earth in some way and uh it is it is the first oh, question you have to ask is is it palm oil free because palm oil and deforestation go hand, hand in hand, in hand. Yeah. yeah i'm and- fucked on this one ali because here's the thing i like a product that has both nut butters 
and palm oil in it. If you like Nutella the way I look like Nutella, <laughs> you're fucked because it has both hazelnuts and it's fucking I, half of it. I bet is palm oil by now. That's hilarious. And you know, here's here's the most cruel thing about this, right? When you start talking about the nuts, water shortages. You know, the almonds in California. There's child labor issues with Turkish hazelnuts. There's human rights abuses with the cashews in Vietnam. And then guess what? As if this wasn't cruel enough, one of the only naturally sustainable nuts is guess which one? Um, Peanuts. 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 The one that's murdering children day by day. Is is the best one to eat? Well, I mean, what a what a Shit. fuck up! What a Listen, colossal fuck up! It's a it's a Sophie's choice. Do I eat the thing that's going to wipe out the child population, yes. or do I eat the nuts that has child slave labor happening? Ugh. Sophie's choice. That's what Sophie's you tell choice. yourself every time you shove those macadamia nuts in your mouth, buddy. Listen, you're the you're the one who's like, I've got. Can I have a handful of this nut? A handful of that? It's nut. a problem. It's a problem. It's, and sure. and if I took my doctor's advice. Uh, and he, he was even saying that, you know, you gotta, you gotta cut back on the cheese, cut down on the cheese. He said, you know, um, cashew cheese and these nut cheeses are right. very, very good. They've done great things to make them extremely tasty. The only problem is expensive. And, and he added, and that's okay because we should be eating all of that in moderation. So it's the cost of something sometimes reminds you that, you know what, I don't need to, uh, I don't need to act like the world starts and stops at my uh, at my cravings, you know? Listen, you can do this. If you have some land, grow your own fucking nuts. <laughs> we had – my parents had a hazelnut tree in their backyard. I love it. It sounded in so a, aggressive. In, in a suburb of Toronto, of, of north of Toronto. They, they, they lived in Vaughan. They had a couple of hazelnut trees in their backyard. Hmm. If your climate allows to grow – Whatever nut, grow it, eat those nuts, and leave me the fuck alone. I have a hazelnut tree at my cottage. It hasn't pr- produced one hazelnut yet, uh, or the the squirrels are getting them to to me to them before I can. But listen, if that's the problem, then turn to squirrel meat. If you have problems with squirrels eating your nuts, let's start eating the squirrels. That's what I say. Okay, you've gone off the rails pretty pretty far on, in this last one. It's a good time to bring this um, mini-ish episode to an end. We have four more uh, top ten controversial foods to talk to you about in our next mini episode. Plus, we're going to add some of our own. And just to give you a little teaser, if you're like, I'm cool, I don't eat controversial foods, in the next four, one of them, chocolate. Oh, now you really fucked me over because Nutella has all three. It has now the nuts, everything. it has the palm oil, and it has the chocolate. You're a, I can't, you're a savage and a monster. Oh. You're a horrible person in every oh, single way. Oh. Yeah. And yeah. you gotta put you gotta put your hands off your nuts too. So there you go. I'm gonna grow my own fucking nuts. <laughs> like my cousin Marco said, grow your own fucking nuts. That was so Italian and aggressive when you said it. Oh. I just loved it. Yeah. Well listen. Um, that's great, buddy. Well, right. enjoy your coffee and your Nutella and toast tomorrow morning. But uh, but think of the children, can you please? I'm just trying my best. Soulless son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, and the next time you're jamming avocados down your throat, you know, think of the environment. Yeah, I'm, I'm down to two a week tops. But yes, yeah, so I'm going to get down to one. I'm going to get down to one as per doctor's order. All right, Marco, nice chatting with you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, this is Eat and Drink, a mini episode. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat again.
That was Eat and Drink, the mini-episode with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. If you have a topic, cocktail, food item, or segment for what's in Marco's mouth, email us at podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Again, that's podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next one, forks up.